0: Mac OS X microphone auto adjust. Can it be disabled? Oh, it's in Skype preferences. I feel like in Windows, you have to do it from Windows itself.
1: Uh, um, I can't remember. In, it, with Skype, you definitely just do it through the preferences. Where the hell is it? In Skype?
0: I'm, uh, I'm looking at preferences.
1: It's under options. Tools, options. Tools, Options and then audio settings. <sighs> well, I don't got tools, I got preferences. You third degree, you just a oh, third. Oh, there it is. And it's under audio visual.
0: We did it. I hear a crying baby. You do? Somebody tickle that, that, that baby. That
1: everybody hears that crying baby. <laughs> Believe it or not, this is what she does when she's being fed. Yeah. She's super awesome. <laughs> it's like, Hannah, you're getting exactly what you want. it's like, no, it's not enough. Can't tell me what to do. More
0: pureed sweet potatoes, I say. More.
1: Yeah. Always more. It doesn't look like it's picking up on the waveform though, that's weird. There's been
0: worse things on this podcast. It's uh true. nigh every episode. <laughs>
1: so at this point
0: I've just about stopped apologizing for it. As
1: you open up a can of like whatever.
0: Yeah. So it's like, you know what? You know what's coming. And it's always bad. It's so true. don't worry about it. Let's it's all not just about the move quality past it.
1: of the pod or the audio
0: let's all just put this wet lollipop between my tits to cast a magic portal spell
1: oh. what yeah, basically <laughs> too yes. real that is too real i uh <laughs> I do want to tell what we're talking about are we just jumping off? <laughs> sure we're just jumping off, yeah, so I went back and like watched video from the game because I could not remember if that's what it was like mm-hmm. and it really was not yeah. It's pretty intense. This anime. Well, it's it, not even intense. It, the story of Bayonetta did not deserve to be distilled into any other media. Well, like you didn't need to separate it from the really great action game mechanics that were part of the game. Yeah,
0: you know the story. The part you liked sucks. about Bayonetta—it's <laughs> so bad. The story was purely a vehicle. For you to ride a vehicle, which was a motorcycle, up a giant statue that was a rocket in space.
1: (laughs) Also, you're a time traveler uh, come back from the past to kill your dad? Is that what happened?
0: Yeah, I mean, so, I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, I guess this is a prequel to Bayonetta?
1: No, you just didn't pick up on that in the game.
0: (laughs) Well, no, because the story, it's the same story... And yet, it is, like, completely different in some key facets. Yes. Like, they introduced this completely new set of hand and feet guns for her, just to break them to give her the real ones. But it's just all this stuff that they changed for seemingly no reason. Like, it's not like they took the Bayonetta story's pure essence and then expanded it to something worth viewing.
1: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, the Bayonetta story is so bad. It, I mean, it was already sort of cliched with this whole yin-yang, sages versus witches. Yeah. But then that ran out of steam, like, halfway through the brainstorming session, I guess. And they said, guys, we need something else. And somebody else came up with, um, I've got three words for you guys. Time, traveling, patricide. And, like, the alarms went off and confetti fell from the ceiling. And they all just high-fived. And they're like, we knew it. This could get dumber. <laughs> I mean, we already had all these pictures of <laughs> what we're going to do in, like, you know, terms of poses and motorcycle stuff and running on walls. And
0: putting sticky lollipops between cleavage. But, I mean, like, you can't seems really... uncomfortable.
1: It really does. Maybe that's the first thing you learn as a witch. Like, how do I... How uh, to overcome your... <laughs> flesh on my chest to keep this sticky lollipop from just being a really gross thing
0: yeah well you have to overcome your like physical full body gag reflex of rubbing a wet <laughs> lollipop against your skin oh this is so terrible I can't Especially believe I'm doing explain this
1: explain that like the lollipop is actually something that she consumes it's not like a magical charm she's not like chewing on a glass bobble or something in some kind of weird you know freudian oral obsession she's really just eating a lollipop
0: well there they were health power-ups
1: in the games were they health i thought it was restoring your magic oh sure there were like a
0: bunch of different ones
1: there was like health yeah Uh, yeah, specifically of the pink one
0: you're like all right in the scene as displayed (laughs) it's a red lollipop (laughs) therefore it's for her magic
1: (laughs) yeah dave get it together because she never takes any damage in the show
0: Yeah, I mean, that is, I was going to say, I don't want to skip all the way to the end, but the most incongruous part of this was how it didn't take them six and a half hours to beat that last boss.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, that was the, like, Bayonetta had over-the-top bosses where half of the, the most difficult part of all the bosses was, like, figuring out what was going on. Yeah. Not, like when to dodge you know what are their attack cues just understanding what was happening and in the last boss the wheels just fell off
0: yeah it's like that boss had about i don't know six or seven attacks or like phases that would as i remember just sort of cycle
1: uh, Yeah, you have to She has these like ribbony wings that come off and you have to kill each of them and she changes the fight every time one of them dies yeah and then you're falling through space, and you have to kill her statue before it makes it to the sun. Or... I don't know. It's, yeah.
0: I mean, it's complicated. <laughs> it's a pretty complicated game.
1: Maybe that's why they just, they had to trim the fat on the, uh, the end of Bayonetta. They were just like, listen guys, we cannot possibly make this coherent because you didn't even try.
0: Okay, so, I love Bayonetta to death. Like, that is probably my... It's just about, without, like, exception, my favorite of those games, that guy did. Yes. And I love every game that guy did. Like, we're talking, like, they're all 98s out of 100, saying that as a 99.
1: Even the worst one is still good. When I say this,
0: (laughs) contextualizing with what I just said, but all of his games are pretty much too long. By about, like, three stages. (laughs) So, when you get to that last boss... Like, I, I imported the Asian version way before it came out in America. And I remember playing it before I went down to Philly for Thanksgiving break one year. And on Wednesday night, just sitting there and being like... Well, it's four in the morning. How many stages could there be left? And eventually, I just had to stop because I was passing out. Uh, and it was like five more stages. I was like, "Well, you can't even
1: if you play that game in, uh, in an exhausted state. It is a very real possibility that you will think you dreamt. Oh yeah, most of what happened.
0: Uh, I remember the part I stopped. It was when I got to the like deific hypercube, where you're like traveling around that room." full of illusory platforms. Uh, And I just was like, I'm too sleepy. I can't do this right now. I have to stop. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. yeah, like By the time I got to that last boss, I was like, man, the sense of scale with this is pretty tight. And I want this game to be over right now. (laughs) And this boss is hard.
1: Yeah, I felt that... This is, he did the the Devil May Crys too. I'm not making that up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely felt that way about Devil May Cry. Oh, yeah, totally.
0: Like, by the time you get to the end of Devil May Cry, you're like, "Uh, I mean, these bosses are pretty huge and cool, but does there really need to be two hard forms, one after another? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just sort of his MO, you know.
1: And shockingly, like, the movie is not that long. Yeah, it's an hour and a half. But it still feels incredibly long. Oh, yeah. It
0: feels long as hell. I was like, you know, it was one of those things where sometimes when I'm watching movies on a computer and you're using, like, VLC or whatever, and you've got the time remaining, or, you know, say you're watching it on Netflix, I'm sitting there like, all right, how much of this time remaining can I count on being credits? (laughs) Because that means I'm like, that means there's actually only 12 minutes left, not 17. The movie's almost over.
1: I've I've just given up on any media that makes me feel that way. If I even have an inkling that I feel like something is too long, I'm just like, I'm out now. Yeah. (laughs) Hitting the escape button. Pull the (laughs) ripcord. Because I'm already bored. You know, if I'm already bored with the movie, what is going to happen that's going to make me think it was all worthwhile? (sighs) Yeah. I mean, I don't need it to be another, like, rising scenario. Kaiser Soze. That movie was boring. (laughs) But, like the like the usual suspects was kind of entertaining the whole way through. You know, you've got a couple good character actors in there. <laughs> like, have you ever seen Valhalla Rising? No. It's by the same guy that did Drive. Yeah. Except that it has even less dialogue and it's about Vikings and at least it, what feels like 4 hours in the middle of the movie is about them being in the doldrums trying to like murder a kid <laughs> on the boat. And you're like, what is happening? And there's this like weird psychedelic drug induced rape scene. It's it's the craziest and at the same time most boring movie I have ever watched. It's only like an hour and forty minutes long, but it will strain your ability to make it through that span of time.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, in the case of Bayonetta, I had to do it for the audience, for the podcast, this was my penance. And also I started reading the Bayonetta of Wiki as I was watching the movie once I got kind of exasperated with it towards the end. And I was like, well, some of this stuff is kind of just a scene-for-scene scene recreation of the last boss battle.
1: Yeah. Well, it is when she finally like does the whole team-up-with-Jean thing it is. Yeah. Except uh, in this version, she and Jean are just sort of like... Almost completely nude. I
0: mean, what would you call those, like hair bikini tops or something? It was like, well, we can't draw nipples, and we can't not draw nipples, so we're just <laughs> going to put these like little hair curly cues over their breasts. We
1: were in trouble in the first scene where she's back at Rodan's, and she's wearing like this. She's wearing what looks like her standard outfit from the game, mm. except this time it has like an open back. And, like, the trampiest looking thong straps over her hips. It's like, I don't remember that. I mean, I remember the, like, you know, the Bayonetta was supposed to be, like, this sort of uh, lascivious character in the game. I mean,
0: there was definitely some, there was some nudity. But But it wasn't as pronounced. Well, it's just, I think the way it's drawn with, like, the super sinewy bodies and, like,
1: really shiny butts. Yeah, but see, that's the thing when it when when she would summon whatever that demon's aggrgrav yeah aggravaado guess Get over
0: here. I heard
1: her shouted so many times never got a clear hand I never figured it saying. out in the game either so. <laughs> so but it's like it immediately shoots to like whatever animal that guy is turning into in the like in the anime it's just like we're just gonna stay here for about thirty seconds
0: just let it linger just let this lingering gaze caress her form.
1: Yeah, it's like we're going to leave this up on the screen long enough for you to wonder if someone's going to walk in, and they're going to have to explain <laughs> that you do an anime podcast, and this is basically <laughs> like a self-imposed flagellation.
0: I'll when I watch this stuff at work in a wiring closet, often while like I'm doing actual physical work. I think I described that in the Yami Shibai podcast, where it's like it's just tugging on cable, so it doesn't require a lot of attention, so I can still read subtitles. But I have to basically be like, this is like Russian roulette. If the door opens, I got a one in six chance of just being completely <laughs> fucked. <laughs> and it hasn't happened I'm,
1: yet. Like, there's a 50-50 shot of you just, you know, kicking the door shut and breaking somebody's nose. Or just kicking the laptop over and destroying the laptop. <laughs> it's just like left leg, right leg. Those are the options.
0: I'll tell you when I said, okay, shit is getting real now. And that is when she took a bath with her weird not-kid who's actually her. Yeah. And I was like, weird. yeah, this is unnecessary. Well, first it starts, and she's taking a shower in the same room as her six-year-old daughter who's actually her. And then I was like, well, this is, this is not ideal. And then she well, see, gets into the, the bath, and I was <laughs> like, come on!
1: All you have to do is have a kid... And all of a sudden, that scene makes way more sense. <laughs> I mean, sure, but like, it's just like I have thirty seconds to do forty different things. Mm-hmm. Just come into the bathroom, like,
0: yeah. Whatever. But there isn't like a context with your child of like four yeah, decades I mean, of like, anime.
1: Yeah, I'm just so like wearied by all this; it doesn't even register anymore. I'm just like, oh yeah, that's that's normal. A parent having to you know take care of something. <laughs> well,
0: like you know, I bet a toddler lot of those th-
1: asks you questions that are weird. <laughs>
0: I bet a lot of those animators are parents and they're like, This is what I do with my daughter when I go home and then the police sirens spin up. <laughs> woo,
1: woo, woo. you're under arrest. Yeah, it's obviously. Takeshi not the Kanazaki. Same. Whatever, man. You got nothing on me. Yeah. <laughs> Jumps out I'm the I'm not window. really the guy that made Ninja Scroll, even though if you watch this you would totally think that. I actually thought that so much I had to mm. go and look it up.
0: Well, I would be willing to bet it's the same studio, right? Cause it looks exactly like their stuff. Yeah, Madhouse. Or, or no, actually, it's. I just looked it up and it's, it's Gonzo. It was so shiny that I was like, it must be the yeah Ninja Scroll like
1: Gonzo was like the new
0: that thing anyway. Yeah, it just reminded me of like, yeah, the Highlander movie and stuff like that. Yeah, that sort of eighties animation, but with like the shininess.
1: Of you knew the it 2000s. wasn't them because nobody had like a ridiculous chin, or Like ch- there was no. Chains there was off. no Gemma Chin going on.
0: Yeah, especially like Rodan seems perfect for that sort of thing.
1: They did do like a decent job of recreating the characters in the game. I feel like that's mostly what the game, what the show was actually about. Like the first. <laughs> Like, two hours is really just like, ooh, she's got the Tomfa rocket launchers. Ooh, now she's using yeah, whatever the, weapons. Yeah, the
0: sword. Every- I
1: thought she only used the sword. Like, all the other garbage melee weapons didn't even get mentioned. <laughs> they were like, nah, there was never a whip in this game. Yeah. <laughs> we don't remember that I at skates, all. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Uh, maybe that's why they made it. It's like, I've got to go back. And just make something that erases the memory of all the stupid melee weapons that weren't the sword that everybody used. Because well, it was clearly the best! sword is pretty good. Uh, I don't even think the whip had, you know, really interesting multiple combos. Yeah. Well, I
0: really liked the claws, but a lot of the value in the claws was that it could hit guys who were on fire. And there were no fire guys in this anime. So, they were just like, we're just being real here. We're just keeping well, it to also- the cannon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're just keep- like, the fire guys were ever that hard to, like, go into witch time and beat anyone. Anyway. Yeah, I
0: mean, that was the other thing. You could just dodge them, and then they'd get extinguished.
1: Ah, uh, but yeah, this anime. Ooh, don't watch it. I mean,
0: is it, maybe, is there thought, like, this will be a refresher for everybody who wants to catch up on the plot before Bayonetta 2?
1: I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe that would have to be the answer. But even so... Nah.
0: I think they could have done a lot better job if they had made this basically unanimated, like the game is, and it would be this, like, avant-garde anime where it's, like, mostly still characters talking to each other. Essentially, it's just Yamishibai, but, like, with butts. Because, like, you know, probably, I don't know, three three quarters of the game's cutscenes are just those, like, film strip things. Yeah. Where the characters are just standing still and the lines are delivered over to them. Which, like... I have no problem with that, clearly, you were like, Well, we want to spend more of our money on making this video game, the parts where you're punching them rather than the parts where you're like watching them talk to each other about this plot that's basically indecipherable,
1: uh, <laughs> even cares? though it's but not like, that
0: complicated it's you just
1: can't like, yeah, well, it's just so I don't know it's it's revealed in such a convoluted way that you just you give up anyway, yeah. And then you get the plot distilled into a movie, and you give up on life.
0: I kind of gave up on life towards the end when they summon, like, the super giant goddess figure. And Jean's like, goddess summoning slash vogue pose is her, like, in, like, a half-knee bend sort of stretch. But with yeah. her just, like, vagina, like, full on display.
1: <laughs> uh, Dave... I don't wanna blow your mind, but if you there's a couple videos on YouTube that show the last boss fight. Oh it I needed a comparison. It does that too. She does that in the boss fight.
0: I'll tell you the best thing this anime did for me was like, oh, I think I'm probably gonna play Bayonetta this week. <laughs> do they do the thing in the game, because I don't remember, where they throw a gun into a portal and then a really big gun comes out? <laughs> Uh no, and then for no reason the gun gets surrounded by hair and skulls. It's
1: no. like, Why well, did
0: you just make the hair and skull gun and skip that step?
1: I don't. Uh, I don't remember. I, I'm almost certain that didn't happen. Most of what happens is uh, Jean doesn't play like a crucial role. I guess she, she does in like summoning the thing, but it's it's kind of off camera, and it still looks like Bayonetta is doing everything because like in the story of um in the story of the video game gene has a far less pronounced role yeah she she's sort of like the sidekick that saves bayonetta yeah but because bayonetta is the offspring of a sage and a witch she kind of contains both essences and that's why she's able to do the whole twofer thing (laughs) i mean i I think that gene plays a role i I, again this is the story i mean she like shows up and
0: kicks her out of the statue's eye yeah, well, she just
1: pulls her out. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how involved Gene actually was in the summoning of the big witch goddess thing. Which, you know, if you guys could have summoned that the whole time, why that did the sages ever kill all they of They had you? to
0: charge up their magic gauge by... Because
1: uh... you're about to totally just <laughs> mollywop this Jubalius creator of the universe thing. <laughs> that was And the- apparently that wasn't accessible until Bayonetta or C- Cereza had been born. That was um, sort
0: of the thing that confused me about the game too. There, I was like, "Jubileus sounds nice. He <laughs> created the universe. How bad could this really be?"
1: Well, except that Jubileus is basically like a giant. It's like the backhoe of creator gods because somebody is holding the controls the entire time. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, but it, so in the uh, in the game, there's no gun. Uh, the giant. Witch goddess. Did they even give it a name? I don't know. The giant witch goddess just punches the crap out of Jabalius. I think its name is actually Queen Sheba. Queen Sheba? Oh, that's right. It said Sheba. And I was like, is that actually Sheba or was it supposed to be Sheba?
0: No, it's that pub on 40th and Baltimore. The Queen of Sheba. Yeah. (laughs) Queen of Sheba 2, as I recall. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, They had to charge up their magic meter before they could do that, and they did so by pulling out that torture horse, which is still the weirdest of those scenes.
1: Uh, yes.
0: Like, I get... My
1: goodness. I
0: get that there's a scene where she jams her high heel into, like, one of the angels' butts, pretty much. I mean, it's not, like, graphic, but certainly... She's
1: kicking it, though. She's kicking like, the angels' butt.
0: Yeah, I mean... There's there's a certain leap of logic that is not required when it's like, Hey, I'm going to drag your vagina across this spiked horse. And you're like, that's really weird and intense. <laughs> like, I know there's some gender parity in these torture things, but that is really
1: scary. Yeah, no, that was really kind of jacked up and weird. There's also other couple of things that were weird. Does she start the motorcycle with her middle finger in the game? Mm, I don't remember. Well, she definitely does that in the uh, in the anime. And can they please draw a motorcycle to scale? Did you see how yeah. gigantic that thing was? I mean, it was, was probably to
0: scale to the one in the video game.
1: No, it wasn't, because you can see Gene riding it, and it makes more sense in the video yeah. game than it does in the cartoon.
0: Well, it makes more sense when you're beating each other with motorcycles, which I'm reasonably certain is a thing that happens in that game. I don't even. A I lot of stuff that. happens with motorcycles in that game. <laughs> Including, like, she drives... Well, the second time you fight her on the wing of a crashing airplane, she, like, summons the motorcycle from nowhere to charge at you and then, like, throws it away. And just does that move over and over again. Which is pretty amazing. Uh, And a lot of the reason why Bayonetta is such an awesome game. Yeah. Um, And why the cutscenes were sort of just like, yeah, okay, I would like... your your game, as a game, you're really good at letting me do awesome game things, like playing hot potato with rockets. So just let me keep doing that, and the cutscenes can just kind of be whatever.
1: Yeah. That's really what we came for. I mean, and I guess the story is just so over the top, because it is true that the action elements are also very over the top. Yeah. Like, if you tried to make, like, a super gritty real game and then threw in, like, witch time and dodging and all the weird stuff that happens. Yeah. It just wouldn't work.
0: I mean, that is that is a lot of what's really fun about Bayonetta is that, I mean, like, even in the beginning of this anime, they have, like, one of those, like, weird, super chirpy songs playing. She's, like, committing murder. It's just, like, this very...
1: Well, they go, it's exactly the song from the the game. Fly Me to the Moon rendition. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah so there's just a lot of there's a lot of weirdness, but I don't know if I'm like super into getting that kind of weirdness outside of the game that I fell in love with
1: well yeah and it's it's kind of like I said it kind of at the beginning like I didn't need the thing that makes Bayonetta great is the gameplay like that's why the franchise and everything else exists like the story is stupid uh, the characters are okay, I guess, but really I'm here to chop up. The orders of angels with my spectral samurai sword after going into slow mo time by dodging it the yep. correct instant. Yep. Like that's what we're that's what we're doing. I don't know if you guys knew that, but I think everybody else just kind of assumed. Yeah. Well And so when you like when you take that experience away and you just have this like garbage anime where it's like, Hey guys, you like Bayonetta? Look, we made her naked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you you like that part where Rodan's like yeah, I got your guns for you. And it's like, cut to her mouth. slurp.
1: <laughs> like... I how the tongue just kind of flicks across like she's some kind of monitor lizard. Yes. Her, her jaw doesn't even move. It's just like... It's <laughs> like...
0: She's <laughs> getting those like, flies. There,
1: that, like, are there, that, is there some kind of like, <laughs> like salt or are there mites on her tongue that she's cleaning from it or something? <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, you can't do that without any other part of your face moving unless you're just constantly agog but also yeah who cares about luca good lord yeah
0: giving him a more prominent role in the story was probably not necessary especially since oh, they, like
1: oh you mean angels killed my dad oh
0: yeah i mean that was also as i recall revealed in the game in much the same way It's just like, I'm the intrepid reporter, and I'm going to figure out why you killed my dad. This is what my whole life's been building up to. Perfume. Your perfume smells like rosemary. What are you talking about? There's no rosemary in my perfume? Hmm, that's weird. I'm going to have to look into this. I'm a pretty good reporter. Can't even Google the name of a perfume.
1: Uh, Seems like they don't even have computers in this reality, so maybe they... Maybe they don't. Yeah. Have Google.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe they, they after like I mean they got some super sweet trains, so
1: I guess that's true. it would be hard to build sweet trains without computers.
0: <laughs> yeah, trains of that level.
1: <laughs> They're all just steam engines. I g yeah, and they also I don't know. I just figured in a world with computers and angels, wouldn't I have fought at least one clearly robot angel? That would have been amazing. Maybe that's Bayonetta like 2. There's this. there's an explicit call out to how the whatever group likes technology. Mm-hmm. It's like there's very little technology, guys. It's really just all your weird stuff. They're angel really into stuff.
0: it. They're like the steam engine was invented today.
1: Yeah. We're, we're into technology. No, you're not. This whole world is just angels the doing Gutenberg things. The Gutenberg
0: press, maybe you've heard of it.
1: I also thought it was weird that like all the angels were just sacrificing themselves to awaken bayonetta's sleeping power yeah why was her power asleep they don't even explain how Jean escaped all the sages who blew up the umber witches like there's that scene where all the umber witches are lying dead around bayonetta and Jean, and bayonetta's mom is giving her the the lipstick that's imbued with the magical power that will eventually shoot her father in the face mm. um I got Huey Lewis in the news. Power of Love. That's what I was thinking during that scene. <laughs> uh, but uh, bing, and so bing. then they just flash to the the like near past where Bayonetta is asleep in the coffin. They don't explain how they got out of there at all. It's just like they had the idea and it happened.
0: Well, even in the game, I remember she Jean dies like two or three times. <laughs> And you're like, oh, okay, she's dead. And then she's like, nope, I'm back. I'm on this Psych. motorcycle. And you then, think you can kill me? I also like Bayonetta's giant hands with like that teeny tiny cocktail glass. <laughs> For weird emphasis, <laughs> I was like, was she always meant to have like super huge hands? or is this I just think a the matter cocktail
1: of... glass was just super tiny. <laughs> or
0: maybe it was regular size and her mitts are just
1: huge. Even in the video game when Rodan is giving her that drink, it's really small. Like yeah. ridiculously small. and I guess maybe you're supposed to think that it's some kind of super strong, supernatural spirit.
0: Yeah. Give me my witch's brew.
1: I bet it's just a Shirley Temple. She drinks it out of a tiny glass to make people think it's super alcoholic. I don't
0: drink alcohol. I couldn't handle it. Joe Pesci's still hanging out at the bar. Put it on my tab, he says. It's like, bitch, I'm a demon. I'm a demon gun merchant. I just happen to run this bar because I don't know why. It's my passion.
1: <laughs> this is my second career. I'm retired from demon gunsmithing. Yeah. Except uh, that he doesn't really retire from demon gunsmithing. Making the weapons always kind of sucks for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you bring
1: him the recording of angel music, and that, in the game anyway, that's what attracts the demons... And then he somehow beats them up and contains their essence in yeah, the weapon.
0: Yeah, he like hops down through a portal. He's like, "Let me, let me handle this dove. I'll be back and then in a you minute." You
1: immediately realize it was never worth it to try to find all those stupid records. Yeah, very none they're... of the weapons are good.
0: Well, there are rocket tonfas that you think would be better.
1: Uh, yeah, it's ultimately it's like <laughs> once you have the pistols and the katana, none of the other weapons need apply. Like even the shotgun is super lame.
0: Well. I have a feeling some of that is that we're not playing it on the level that would require some of those things. Oh, yeah. Because I've, pe- I've watched videos of people playing Bayonetta. There's some pretty crazy techniques. Uh, and just stuff that, you know, with all those games, there's always a ton of stuff they never tell you. Like, one of the most crucial techniques in Bayonetta is this thing called the Dodge Offset. Which is, like, you can do the first two hits of a punch combo, then dodge. And as long as you hold the punch button down, you can continue that combo after you dodge. And the game, like, never tells you about that. And it seems like that'd be pretty crucial. Since, <laughs> like, you know, the fourth hit of a combo is a giant fist that probably does more <laughs> damage than the rest of the hits combined.
1: Uh, Yeah. No, that would be some... I mean, it's never really... Because... <sighs> I feel like maybe that's just a glitch in the programming that they never figured out, or do you think it's intentional? I think it's probably
0: intentional. I mean, all of their games are like that. Uh, Wonderful 101 was like a pretty bad offender of like, we're not even going to try to tell you how to play this game, and it's really complicated, and you're going to do really poorly until you look up a video or two. Because <laughs> in that game, like they don't even tell you you have a block button. First off, you had to buy it from a shop, and it's like <laughs> hardly highlighted. <laughs> And blocking blocking in that is essentially, like, the wits time equivalent. Because, like, when you block, a lot of enemies get stunned if you can do it with perfect timing. And it's pretty generous perfect timing. And that's, like, how you succeed at that game. So for them not to, like, put that at the front and center. Like, I'm all for more uh, subdued tutorials and games, but I feel like that's a bit, bit, bit too little. Yeah, But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have a strong well, feeling I'm going back to Bayonetta.
1: Yeah, I and I mean, I guess it is, it's egregious in something like Bayonetta and less so when you play a game like Dark Souls. Yeah. Because in Dark Souls, the combat is kind of slow-paced, and there is text around everything. Mm-hmm. Like, if you read everything or experiment, you'll figure it out. Yeah. In Bayonetta, like, knowing you have to dodge in between the second hit there's n- Unless you did that by accident, you would never discover it. And even if you did do it by accident, you would then have to repeat it because you probably didn't even know that you had done it. Yeah.
0: <sighs>
1: but yeah, bad anime.
0: I mean, it's just sort of that, like, eh, anime, which is the worst anime. Like I, It
1: wasn't, I mean, I guess it was eh, but I was, I don't know. I was truly disappointed in it. Well,
0: I, I didn't have high hopes in the first place. Uh, and I did, it's not like a story that I feel really passionate about. That's so true. I kind of just thought maybe it would be funny. And I guess it was worth it for that. Yeah, Vogue but pose. I mean, it's like, hey, check out my vagina. It's but that's right here. not even
1: really funny. It's just sort of like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I guess that happened. Bayonetta,
0: don't push your gun up with your glasses or your glasses or your up, glasses with, up gun. with your gun. That is too dangerous.
1: Her finger's not on the trigger. <laughs> yeah, it's still incredibly dangerous. She's
0: stupid. like, check it out, trigger discipline. <laughs> it's fine.
1: Yeah, but I feel like it's almost like the equivalent of it's like, it's like, look at me, you know, poke these uh, these glasses up with my gun. I like to live dangerously. You know what I'm saying? No protection. And you're like, come on. <laughs> that wasn't in the game what are you guys even doing
0: <laughs> and then she licks her lips at her and then pulls the wet lollipop out from between her cleavage rah, and just rolls rolls it around her face
1: isn't there like a hey ash what you playing where they talk about bayonetta's sexuality as a strong female character in a game and like i remember when it first came out that was like a thriving argument and this movie is doing everything in its power to undermine that idea, like yeah. no longer can you be a Bayonetta apologist <laughs> when this exists in the world. <laughs> well, it's like, nah, I just
0: give up. That's it's like here you want your authorial intent. Here there Yeah, I mean you just
1: have to like split it down the middle. Now it's like I, I play Bayonetta for the the action game. I don't. I'm not titillated at all. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm actually. I've actually uh, made myself a eunuch. Yeah. I've <laughs> severed my testicles in order <laughs> to ensure that my enjoyment of this game is completely pure
1: but i mean like, yeah it's sort of this oh gosh and it, i mean it's it's not the same as saying i read playboy for the articles yeah but it's like with this movie it's so close it's like there's a razor thin margin where you're just like i can't explain this to people now i just have to give up yeah it's like whatever guess i'm playing this in the basement
0: <laughs> on, the moon? <laughs> yeah, on the moon sleep yeah i gotta go back <laughs> to my moon, moon
1: base in the ocean of shame it's a crater i named
0: all right we've blasted off from earth in 35 days we will be able to play bayonetta
1: it's not even on the light side of the moon you have to like arc around and land on the dark side that earth can't even see run
0: into megatron's base over there Start
1: shooting down satellites that circle around it (laughs) nasa's wondering what's going on yeah
0: no one no one must know some of those satellites have infrared vision We'll be able to that see. was
1: the real secret behind that, like Apollo 18 or whatever that terrible movie was where they went to the moon. They discovered my, you know, Bayonetta PlayStation, and I had to murder all those astronauts.
0: That was a movie? Sad. Are you sure you're uh, not talking about that atrocious movie where the Nazis lived on the other side of the moon?
1: No, I'm not talking about uh, Iron Sky or whatever <laughs> that was called. That was also a bad movie. Um, God, what is this called? Hold on. I'm going to look it up. It's like Apollo 14 or something.
0: Yeah, I just Googled it. Apollo 18. I never heard about this.
1: Is it Apollo 18? Yeah. I just made that up. Wow. The subconscious is deep and full of terror. There's a
0: reason we've never gone back to the moon. Yeah, it's called the Republicans. Book out!
1: <laughs> I think the collapse of the Soviet Union. Yeah, that's probably... And, or just like the, the crippling economic straits that that entire country found themselves in after the 1960s through the 70s was the real reason we never went back to the moon it's like once we got up there and drew a dong on it yeah like a picture of like you know america it, owns this it. piece
0: we'll go back when you get there russia after you yes. finish annexing every country
1: west of you well they had already done that in world war ii yeah well, they were kind of going back and doing it yeah i mean they gave them back and they were like uh-uh so, first of all, they didn't give anything back. Like, the whole system just collapsed. Yeah.
0: I guess give implies, like, a conscious decision.
1: No, it's like, they've, the government failed. What do you mean they gave them back? No, the the regions that had been autonomous reclaimed their autonomy. And only recently, through the auspices of extremely high natural resource prices, has Russia been able to regain its autocratic foothold in yeah. the Eastern European states. Boo! Fascarati World Affairs. Boo, boo, Russia. Boo, Russia. Tisk, <laughs> tisk. So like, oh, can't sucked. we just do like soft power imperialism? You're already doing that with like yeah. gas subsidies and stuff, Russia. Come on, this take an example from is, America. It's un- yeah, it's it's distasteful to Americans. We're we're beyond that sort of brute force. We're like the British people now. Just
0: do it on the down low. We've already colonized. Cool. This is
1: essentially the Brit, the the American Victorian era. Where we demure, and when we do go to war, it's mostly through drones. Yeah, wipe our fingers Mm.
0: at Russia. Hey, what are you doing?
1: I hear there's a war in the colonies. And I mean, it's also distasteful for Americans to just think about fighting a war against other white people. Like, we make fun of Germany and stuff, but nobody ever really thinks we'll bomb somebody who's white.
0: Yeah. Unless Germany starts stepping up.
1: (laughs) Keep making your chocolate, Hans. (laughs) Uh, we have a number one economy in Europe. <laughs> we have a very high tech industrial sector. That's a terrible German
0: accent. Number one chocolate distributor.
1: <laughs> Give like- me some
0: of that Kinder.
1: <laughs> you should just start naming chocolates that aren't even German to sound vaguely European?
0: a Toblerone. Kinder, That's made in America. Even though it's named Kinder, I don't think <laughs> I don't think Kinder is technically German.
1: <laughs> That's a terrible name for chocolate, though. Doesn't Kinder mean children? Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, maybe it's supposed to be Hansel and Gretel.
1: (laughs) Oh, blimey. But yeah. That's all I got on the subject of Bayonetta.
0: Yeah, let me scan down the old notes. We
1: could just get derailed into Dark Souls too. I'm in the Shrine of Amana. I'll, li- I'll listen. Okay. I'm almost done with the game. I feel like is that true?
0: Uh, that's pretty far along. I'm trying. Let me get. A, let me think about this.
1: I have a hard time believing that there's any area I haven't found yet. No, For, well, from where you are, it's pretty much like a s-
0: straight straight line. shot to the king. There's it doesn't branch anymore.
1: The only thing I need to know is how to fight the dragon. Do I get to do that in the? Wherever I fight the king, Fendrick. There
0: is and dragon, but yeah. I think it's an optional boss.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to do all the optional bosses. I'm going to do New Game Plus, mm-hmm. but I spent so much... What level were you when you beat the game?
0: I think I was pretty high, like maybe 130 or 140. All right,
1: good. Because I was thinking that I had wasted so much time, because I'm like... At least 120 right now, and mm-hmm. I was like, cause my, this playthrough has taken me nearly 50 hours. So I'm like, I must have done something wrong. Yeah. That makes me feel better. I think maybe it took me about 60 hours, all said and done. That means it's a much bigger game. Yeah. the other one, like, the, even the first playthrough was like 38.
0: I spent a lot of time in Dark Souls 2 kind of poking at stuff. Like, I spent a couple hours in Forest of Fallen Giants. Just oh, yeah. doing a few things like trying to figure out how to get down into that fire-breathing salamander, salamander pit. pit, which, by not the way... Not worth it, not, by the way.
1: Not worth it at all. Holy cow, I figured it out about the hard way. Yeah. After, I, after I went and destroyed uh, everything in Iron Keep, uh, I went back with, like, decked out in the full fire-resist armor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, let's do this, salamanders. And it was totally lame. Like, I spent... An hour trying to, like, totally trove the depths of that place. Yeah, it's basically... It was an absolute waste of time. It's a
0: bunch of garbage.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, titanite chunks. That's great. I couldn't have just farmed the bell tower for these. And had more fun getting revenge on the people who didn't attack me in the bell tower. Whatever. Pay it forward. This is how revenge works. (laughs) I felt bad, but it felt so good at the same time. Yeah. Like invading people in the bell tower. It's like now you know how I feel yeah. when you definitely weren't the person that invaded uh, me, guy. Cycle of violence, Joel,
0: just keeps going. We're just the perpetuating it.
1: <laughs> the highlight and I wish I had been recording the highlight of Bell Tower invasions was I was fighting some dude who had the the double blade and went with a dex build, so he was and he put poison on it. So he would just do the thing where he would uh he would do the attack where it hit you like three times and you'd get poisoned and then he'd try to back off. Uh uh-huh. and so I got him down because he didn't have a shield because he was two handing the, the dual blade. And so I hit him with like one full combo that wasn't enough to kill. But then I just I backed up and made it like look like I was gonna block. And I'm using the flame sword, which was like plus five, so it's a, it's a really crappy weapon. Yeah. Uh and so he he gets ready to jump at me and I'm just like heavy attack. And I swiped him out of the air. I almost like spiked my controller <laughs> yes! in your face. Split your in Xbox the in half. In an Xbox message. This is going down. I'm writing this in my diary. <laughs> Dear diary, today I got way too hyped about Dark Souls. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so also uh, best weapon in the game, as far as I'm concerned, is a plus ten great club.
0: Uh, I really like the large club, which I think might just be the same.
1: I think I don't know, but like everything, just walks up to me and then I smash <laughs> it into the ground. <clears throat> that there's
0: a running gla- great club move that is just like sort of a two hundred and seventy degree spin, just like bam. Yeah. <laughs> that had that served me well through a lot of the the later half of that game
1: oh gosh, the gargoyles were the reason I upgraded that weapon so hardcore. Because I realized that the mace like was a strike weapon. Mm. And then I saw the same thing on Great Club. I was like, I know what I have to do. Yeah. And so I just farmed Titanite until I got the 10. And then I was just like, oh, it felt so good to beat those freaking gargoyles finally.
0: <laughs> yeah, they and they tied me up for a while area. too. Huh? They tied me up for a while too, where I was just like, I gotta beat him. I think I fought those guys enough that I despawned a couple of those Black Phantom guys that hang out oh, there. Oh, I
1: despawn every area. Because I farm it out like crazy. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I figure... I think you probably have, like, maybe three or four areas to go after that. They're they're all pretty short. Well, the
1: Shrine of Amana seems really long. Yeah,
0: after that, it gets a lot shorter. Tell
1: me now, do I get to murder the Queen? Uh, Yes. <laughs> Nice. I knew it. The curse is your fault, lady. As if there Don't could be any do feed me question. that garbage. <laughs> we only have need for one king. You totally corrupted Vendrick. He was a solid dude. <laughs> He's a good guy.
0: I mean, there's some pretty good bosses in that end half. I feel like there's like a pair of dudes called Throne Watcher and Throne Defender. That's like a pretty good fight.
1: Oh, uh, was that the? Uh, was that in the castle? Or the you, you made the two you dragon
0: No, you haven't. I don't think you've done it yet if you haven't gone through Shrine of Amana.
1: Okay. Because there was. I've been in the throne room. Yeah. They're giant chairs. Yeah,
0: I don't think anything ever actually happens in that room.
1: I spent a lot of time clicking things in that room, trying to destroy them or find a secret passage. To no avail. But yeah, I'm close. I'm so close. It's such a good game. Yeah. I also. I I, uh, killed all the guys in that. Um, the Shrouded Forest, the hidden dudes. Yeah. Oh, really? So yeah, I. Th- so you I, can kill them.
0: I. Th- I saw a whole bunch of stuff. So those like trees with the faces on them that you hit and they moan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that acts like an alarm, for those guys, and then they come and run over. So you can use it to distract them. I was trying to do it when me and Grotz were playing co-op, but couldn't really figure it out.
1: No, the way to beat them is you just have to have enough health. And if you run around the perimeter, there are places like where you can walk up a narrow path, like a chest or something. Yeah. And so what you do is you just stand there and they'll yeah, come find come you. you. And they hit you once and it's like it's curtains buddy, great club time, and then you just mash.
0: Oh, I had a really good thing. In this one, my I've got I've gained a new appreciation for like the forward and R2 move, the jumping attack. Yeah. Especially since just about every weapon I've used has, like, crazy tracking on it. Where, like, a guy can move behind you while you're doing it, and you'll still nail him. Uh, And so, we were sitting, me and Grotz were playing co-op, and we're sitting in that area. And she's, like, getting one of those chests that's on a ridge, but not, like, one of the paths. So, it's open all around. And I see one of the guys coming, but for whatever reason, he's only paying attention to Grotz and not me. So... I'm just, like, watching him, and I see him get into range, and then I'm, like, forward in R2, and I just, like, jump into the air and, like, BAM! And with a sufficiently large weapon, you just, you pancake any human foe. So it's just this, like, invisible specter flattened out on the ground, completely yeah. defenseless, and then you just nail them.
1: Yeah, because they, they're still able to be struck when they're on the ground. Yeah. In what can only be described as the most satisfying mechanic ever to be introduced in a game. But speaking of that weird tracking, if you use the great club, you can actually change the direction of your swing, like on the second hit of the combo. If you hit hit R1, or if you hit R, uh, right buffer, buffer, and then you hit it again, or the shoulder button or whatever, you can change the direction of the first attack, or even like, you can just always change direction mid-swing, essentially. And it sounds really great, I have missed so many first hits because the guy just turns around because I was walking backwards. Yeah. It is incredibly frustrating because when you think of like the recovery time on the great club, like I, I finally got myself disciplined to the point where if I'm going to swing, I just go to neutral. Mm-hmm. Like I just take that thumb off because otherwise... I'm just going to turn around and hit the ground behind me. Yeah. And then I'm going to eat whatever full combo that guy had made.
0: <laughs> well, I think part of that might be that setting in the menu. There's like an automatically attack closest target, whether or not you're locked on. That's like one of the targeting things. Yeah. And I, think, I thought that directional stuff had something to do with that.
1: I've, I'm always targeted in the game. I, I rarely. Cause, because the Grey Club has such a, a high degree of recovery on a missed strike. I always target before I swing. Like, if I'm using uh, the mace or the fire sword still, then I might not use the targeted attack. But if you're using the gray club, it's not worth swinging it if you're not sure you're going to hit. Otherwise, you're going to get blown up. Yeah, you get nailed. Oh, but it's so much fun. And all the bosses are easy street.
0: Yeah, that was my sort of key disappointment with the game is that there's too many, like, Bosses you can just sort of circle strafe, and they're just big guys with swords.
1: The only two bosses I really had trouble with were the Gargoyles and Smelter Demon.
0: Smelter Demon is pretty nuts.
1: <laughs> then the only reason is because you cannot block
0: Smelter Demon. <laughs> well, just... there, there are. You, there's like some. There's some great shield that has 100% fire block, and I had the misfortune of Smelter Demon being one of the few bosses I streamed. So, like, people in the chat were like, go get this great shield. And I was like, no. <laughs> now you I'm need- committed and I'm going to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you don't really need. I- He's just one of the bosses I had to summon help. Yeah.
0: I think I eventually ended up doing it by myself. Because, like, if you try and summon Lucatiel, she is Garbage City.
1: <laughs> no, not since the update. They patched her and she's awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. She's when- hard work for me.
0: When Gratz and I were doing it, my job was basically keep her healed with my magic spells because you have to keep her alive in three boss battles to get her stuff but she just sits there and when the smelter doing does that thing where he jumps into the air and then stabs a sword in the ground and then blows up Lucatil just hangs
1: around (laughs) (laughs) wait so she'll give you stuff if you keep her alive through three boss fights?
0: uh yeah she gives her gives you her equipment or so I'm told I haven't actually accomplished it yet
1: whatever uh, that would be easy enough probably on a new game club. You could
0: also apparently do it on whatever boss you want by using bonfire aesthetics. It doesn't have to be like three separate bosses or three bosses in one playthrough. So for the other the other guy that does that is the guy with the big blue sword, Bernhard. Uh, I haven't
1: found his summoning sign near many bosses. I summoned him um what did, he helped me fight the mirror knight. I just summoned him because I was yeah. human. When I got to that door.
0: Yeah, that's one of them. Uh, you can summon him on the Prowling Magus in Seldora, which is like such a joke fight. I mean, that thing barely feels like a boss fight.
1: Uh, I don't even know what you're talking uh, the, about. Like,
0: co- the congregation, the, the, you fight him in the church.
1: Oh, that's a boss? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Dude. you can summon him from that, and a lot of people from what I've seen just like Bonfire aesthetic that fight, and fight it three times to get his stuff. Because it's so oh, easy. Oh, so when
1: you bonfire aesthetic, you just you resummon bosses? Yeah, everything comes back. And it, but oh, it's, nice. But
0: it's one New Game Plus higher for that area. So it's sort of like a way to push yourself into New Game Plus without actually doing it yet. Uh, yeah, it's a cool system. And I'm actually really interested to try New Game Plus be, uh, more fully. Because it seems like they've actually changed a lot of things in it.
1: Will they add enemies and stuff
0: I've yeah heard. and they've changed some of the boss fights uh mostly by adding enemies <laughs> but um
1: gosh man it felt so, that congregation people like i like i fought them twice and i died and i was like screw it we're going two hand and then i just myrtleized everything
0: oh yeah that was when i was deep in my halberd phase and uh i walked to that boss store and i was like okay i guess this is the boss fight. Let's go. <laughs> it's, I was, you know I was kind of confused at first because I was like there's like fifty guys in this room. What's going on? Uh, and then I, I just sort of I let the spirit of the spin blasting go through me, and it's just like you do that running attack and you spin in a circle and hit three times. and when you're surrounded by a bunch of dudes, like fifty hits. I don't know. like
1: when you're when you've got a great club, you're never surrounded. Yeah, it's like you, it's only a matter of time before everybody just gets blown up like it was so sad because i just comboed uh one of the one of the chicks beside the main dude was just a little too close when i started a combo so i hit her with all 3 and staggered the guy so she's dead and like the followers are just whatever i don't even pay attention to them and i murder the guy and then there's just this one chick who kept on trying to chime and i was just like yeah nope right trigger nope <laughs> right trigger <laughs> <laughs> She's already dead. Why don't you just give up? Uh. But yeah, good super good game.
0: Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and I you know, I I look forward to maybe not the the full extent of what I got out of Dark Souls 1, but a lot more game to come.
1: Oh yeah. I totally want to try to do like a co-op hookup thing where you and Graz all play. Can we do that? Is it possible to have two more than one Phantom?
0: Yes, but we have it on PlayStation. Oh, but... Yeah, because if you buy it on PlayStation digitally, you only got to buy one copy for two PS3s. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, because as long as you're, like... You can have two... You can have your account authorized on two PS3s. So that means we only have to buy digital games once. Which is a... Wait. How does that work? Uh, It's not actually for the playing. Uh, I mean, I'm, like, so accustomed to this stuff now, I don't even think about it. But, like, so we each have our individual accounts on the PS3. But your account that's got, like, all your digital purchases hooked up onto it can be validated, authorized, whatever you want to call it, on two separate systems for the purposes of downloading and playing those games Regardless of whose account is logged into that system,
1: so I guess I understand it. So you, it, it just sounds like I, I'm sure that it is not just cheating PlayStation out of money because they designed the system, but it just it sounds like witchcraft.
0: I mean, <laughs> in a sense, it is cheating them out of money, but it is how the system works, uh, and I don't I don't feel especially bad about it because. You know, Steam stops you from playing things concurrently. There's certainly methods they could put in place.
1: Take that, Sony. You dumbasses. Wow, mean, that is super dumb. I
0: buy a lot of video games. <laughs> you really... also
1: have two PlayStations. I mean, are, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I think they make the money off the software, but, you know, whatever.
1: It is what it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty fun game. And you know what? Truth be told... The way I play video games, I will probably buy another copy of that at some point for no reason. Like the <laughs> digital copy of Bayonetta I just bought because I was like, why would I put the disc in? Because I'm like an <laughs> idiot. It's actually more because I haven't used my Xbox in so long. I'm like, uh oh, the PlayStation's all plugged in and everything makes sense and I could get it digitally and not need a disc and then like compact my laziness into a perfect crystalline form. <laughs> And the truth be told, it's like, the game costs 20 bucks. That's not that much more than what I spend on lunch some days. New York City living. Uh, Yeah, kind of. It's too expensive. (laughs) But it is what it is. I found a really good cheesesteak place that delivers to my house. And that's pretty great. Uh, And it's like, just about the most authentic one I've had. No peppers on the menu. And that makes me happy. Really? But yeah, it's some like uh, Italian place that does a bunch of sandwiches. And it's called like T- Tommy's Cheese Steaks and Pizza. Hey. Uh, and I was like, well, it's got cheesesteaks in the name. Let's give it a shot. And I opened it up and I was like, this looks correct. <laughs> and it yeah. was. So that was pretty great. All right. You want to shut this down? Yeah. So I can order a cheese steak. No, now talked about it. I gotta I gotta eat something, not a cheesesteak for once in my life. Eat something healthy. Alright, then let us clap. Yes. One, two, three.
1: <claps> Hooray. We did it.
0: Darksoulscast.com on DVD. Yeah. In case somebody hasn't caught it already.